Grow marketing culture and sketchy MLMs have given modern business a bad reputation. It feels harder than ever to succeed as an entrepreneur, even though we've got an abundance of info and tech right at our fingertips. If you feel frustrated running your business, stress over your sales goals, or are baffled by marketing strategies, you've come to the right place. You deserve to run a successful, sustainable business without spamming all of your friends or wasting time and money on marketing gimmicks. This is the Sell It Sister podcast, and you're going to learn how to make more money without complex systems or sleazy sales tactics. I'm Erica Tebbins, and I teach highly motivated, female, and gender expansive entrepreneurs that selling doesn't have to suck. I've been running successful businesses and teaching others how to sell smarter, earn more, and create raving fans for over 15 years. And I'm excited to share what I've learned with you. If you want success without truly serving your clients, profits without any passion, or the next get rich quick scheme, I'm not your gal. But if you're all in as an entrepreneur, want to make a difference with your work, and are ready to run a business you're proud of, then get ready to sell it, sister. If you've been in business for a minute, do you have a plan for profit that won't lead to burnout? I'm sure that you have goals, but what about the big picture view of what'll take to reach them without working yourself into exhaustion? Because that is a different story. One reason having a successful business can be so tricky is that once we finally start getting clients, new problems start to pop up because now you're juggling working on your business while also having to work in it. And it's really easy to lose track of how you can keep all the plates spinning while trying to hit higher revenue months. So usually what ends up happening is you try to create new offers to bring in more money, but then you're super busy creating, promoting, and delivering them, or you're extending your working hours into your personal time and it's making you salty. Or you started dropping some of the plates and it does not feel good at all. And there's zero way it's sustainable either. Or maybe it's a combo of all three. The first step to fixing this is looking at the numbers, but not like a giant overwhelming spreadsheet or anything like that. Just simple data that is the most important for moving the needle forward in a more supportive way. And that is why I have a free workbook and mini training just for you. It really is super quick, super short, but massively impactful on how you'll be able to make profit-based decisions moving forward in your business. And did I mention it's free? I think I did, but it's worth saying again. You can find it all at bit.ly forward slash plan for profit guide. This will be in the show notes as well, but to get the plan for profit guide, all you have to do is go to bit.ly plan for profit guide, all lowercase, all one word, and you will get instant access and be able to see in a overwhelm free way, what the money makeup is for your business and then use that to make your decisions on your next steps. Okay. on to the episode. Welcome to this episode of the sell it sister podcast. I am back with another on air coaching episode. And this time it is with one of my very best friends, Amber Jacoby. I'm so excited that she uh, volunteered to come on to sell it sister for some on air coaching. And even though she has uh, an in-person business, if your business is digital, which, you know, like mine is, I don't, I don't show up and meet with any clients in person. Um, you're still going to learn a ton by listening to the advice that I give her. So, um, definitely don't feel like this isn't for you, even if your business is quite different. So before I give you a little bit of background, on mine and Amber's relationship. I just want to tell you a little bit about her business. So it's called boards and bites, and it is a custom food board business focused on making events, date nights, celebration, or even just a Tuesday evening memorable. She makes custom boards, charcuterie, and otherwise in a variety of sizes. And by day, she is a full-time teacher and a part-time administrative assistant. So she's very busy. She has this newer business and she is really unsure of 
how to grow it with the limited time that she has, right? So she has to make the most of her time. You can find her on Instagram and Facebook at boards and bites by Amber. So definitely check her out. Those links will be in the show notes. Um, but this was really fun because, um, you'll hear us talk about a bit in the episode, uh, our time in our previous network marketing company together. So I originally knew Amber through the time when I was farming. Um, and then she was with a network marketing company and I ended up um, joining under her. I never really intended to like do that for a long time, but I ended up um, becoming a leader and was with that company for four years. Now, while I have a lot of like spicy thoughts and opinions on that industry, I don't have any regrets um, because of my time in uh, that industry and in that company in particular, I was able to meet some people who continue to be some of my very best friends. And I had a lot of um, really great experiences uh, and opportunities through doing that, even though I don't do it anymore. And I certainly don't recommend that anyone else does in this day and age. Um, But yeah, so there's some of the time, like uh, you'll hear I'm chatting with Amber and I'm being very like jargony. Um, in relation to like what she and I used to sell. So I wanted to uh, talk a little bit about it at the top. So you're not like, what the hell are they talking about? It's just, um, using the common shared language of our previously shared business experience together to help her understand what I'm getting at in terms of the, um, advice that I am giving her. Um, but even though I use like some of the, the lingo, um, it, the larger advice is like, you'll be able to understand it. It's not so specific that you're going to be like, I, you lost me. Um, no, you'll still, you'll still get what I'm, what I'm talking about, um, in there. And, uh, interestingly enough, um, we, uh, especially towards the end of the episode, we talk a lot about, um, customer experience and how that matters and how important it is into growing a business, especially when you are really pressed uh, on time and you need to grow your client base really quickly. You need to get that revenue in now, um, rather than later. And, um, interestingly, when I started Erica Tebbins consulting, my focus was going to be, um, all on client experience and giving people client experience, uh, plans. And then I just ended up on this path of, of sales and kind of never looked back. Um, but I will say that client experience is a great way to help with your sales. So definitely check this out. Even if what you sell, um, are not, you know, cheese boards or not snack boards. Um, if it's not even a physical product, that's a okay. I don't sell anything physical unless you count like digital downloads, um, at this point either. Uh, but I definitely know that you are going to learn a ton from this episode. And I think that you will really love Amber. And if you happen to be in the capital region of upstate New York, uh, you'll definitely want to check her out because she is amazing. Okay. On to our on-air coaching. Yay. We're doing it. Hello, Amber. (laughs) Welcome to my podcast. Yay. I'm I'm super excited to have you on. This might be the shortest conversation we've ever had in our entire lives. Um, you know, the time limit is going to be hard. <laughs> it's going to be really hard. It's going to be really hard. Um, but I am really excited that you are here. Uh, as I'm sure I will say in the intro when I record it after that people have already listened to, like I'll give a little bit of our backstory, but like I've known you for a very long time. Uh-huh. And we used to be in the same business together and I was on your downline. Yep. Um, and so in that business, since it was network marketing and a lot of the visual assets were created, like not going to lie you. And I also created some bomb visual assets, some really amazing <laughs> handouts and, you know, cute shareables. Yes, exactly. But you know, a lot of it, a lot of the, the overall branding was taken care of like website, the actual branding, brand colors, brand fonts, like all of that stuff. Um, and then it was, you know, it's really on the like consultants to eat, like 
kind of share out what the company has provided and maybe put our own like personal touch on it. But there's, there's not a ton of heavy lifting, um, when it comes to actual, like visual assets in the realm of marketing, um, in for network marketing versus like when you have your own business. So (laughs) you have your, uh, cheese board grazing board, uh, business, which is, really cool. Um, because you all should know that like Amber and I are amazing at it. I'm not even going to be humble. Like we're good. I saw a memory of a picture pop up, um, like earlier this week. So it was really timely that we had this call scheduled already because it was something about like one day I'll be a hashtag cheese board influencer. (laughs) And that was something that we said for like years that we were going to be cheese board influencers. Like that was something that we could do. And so I was dying laughing because it was from like two or three years ago. And I was like, Oh my gosh, but I am now. And like, we're going to talk about it. So it's even better. It is. It's so good. And I remember before I moved, you and I were like, Oh, like we could have, like, we dreamed of this business. Like we were like, Oh, here's what we could call it. And we could do Mm -hmm. and like, whatever. And Mm -hmm. then it was just not, not in, not in the cards. Um, but now you have started it and it's, it's off to a really good start, but your concern is, you know, launching an entire thing from the ground up as I kind of already touched on a little bit and finding a way to communicate your values through, um, through all of your marketing in a way that's positive, but also, um, builds business. Right. And, and being able to market beyond just like people, you know, which is also very like, uh, I feel like it dovetails into that world of network marketing of like, people are like, I've sold to my friends and family. And now I'm like stuck. Right. Like I don't know how to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. So really, really common. So are there things already that you're like, yes, this is like, when I do this, this works really well. Or like, these are things that like resonate with people or just anything like that. Yeah. So I know, I, it is like so new. We're like two, two months into new, but there are some things that seem to be going really well. So offering around people's schedules and understanding really what people are looking for, especially at certain times of year. So like the holidays are coming up for a lot of people and they're going to be either traveling or hosting, especially more this year compared to last year, I feel like. Mm -hmm. And so even if they're not like doing something at home, they want it to feel nice and not like for another year in a row. Mm -hmm. And so, um, offering things like I was doing not really themed boards, but, uh, well-timed boards. So I have like right now Thanksgiving pre-orders and I have it so that people can pick up a set size for Mm. the day before Thanksgiving. Um, that way they are going to a family member's house or they're hosting family. And like, you know, sometimes you just want stuff for people to munch on before Mm. the and everything else. And if you're the one, especially if you're the one hosting and cooking, you don't have time for appetizers a lot of times. You know, if you don't want to be on your feet all day long, or if you don't want to start the day before. And so offering Thanksgiving boards was like a good way for people to be like, Oh yeah, I could do that. I could order that. Um, and I'm planning to do a similar thing for Christmas. And then for a couple of other holidays coming up, um, that I think that like that kind of stuff seems to be working really well. Um, and the other is like the natural personal connection with people. I had Mm -hmm. an event a couple weeks ago and just standing there chatting with the people who were coming to the event and being like, you know, getting to know them, what, what their life is like, and then being like, oh, well, you know, I have this thing. I wonder if you could do something for that. Yeah, I absolutely could. Let's, let's call like, let's call each other. Let's talk about that. Um, but I feel like at this point, it's hard for me to find ways to make that happen. If I only have a certain amount of hours that I can be giving to my business because I have another full-time job. (laughs) So yes, which you are still recording from actually in your classroom, in in my classroom, in my classroom, which is thankfully quiet for today. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. I love that. And I think it's really great that you already, are like that you've been engaging with people. And honestly, I feel like a lot of 
the skills from before carry over here. It's just like more of setting up your own systems to sort of like capture those connection points with them um, versus like, cause obviously, you know, you're not doing like, do you want to host a party prize games or anything? Like we're in a different, (laughs) we're in a different realm now. Um, okay. So a few things, I feel like one thing that you could do if you wanted to is, um, have a way where, uh, like people can stay connected to you. Right. So maybe like getting on an email list or, um, you know, letting them know, like, like I'm, I'm visualizing, especially for those types of events, like making a sign, like a laminated sign, um, that could be like, um, or like not, not laminated strike that in like a beautiful picture frame. That's more on brand free. We're not at the farmer's market anymore. I also used to work with Amber at the farmer's market. So we have a lot of like <laughs> yeah, layers. Laminating at the farmer's market is super necessary because of all the schmutz that you can get. Yes. Yes. But like, <laughs> yeah, where you can like wipe it off when it gets like lettuce slime on it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but you don't, you won't need that for like a beautiful indoor, like grazing table. So like beautiful picture frame, that's very on brand for you that has like, you know, your, like the IG logo with like your handle. And then maybe like also, um, a QR code that goes to a thing that you could set up using like mailer light is like a good, um, free service to have an email list where people can get on there and then, you know, maybe incentivize like your first, you know, you get X amount of percentage or dollars off of like your first order with me if you're on my list. But then also I'm going to, um, you know, let you know when new availability is happens. Cause obviously you're one person, you only have so much time. Um, it's not like you're selling like unlimited downloads of something. Right. So, (laughs) right. So you can say like, this will enable me to, let you know, like if you follow me on social, but if you're also on my email list, then when I am taking, um, openings for, let's say like Passover Easter, right? Like, so you're doing this now. And then like the next big thing would be in the spring, like that way we can stay connected and you'll know, and you won't miss out kind of a thing. Yeah. I think that's the part that I was feeling, um, a little overwhelmed. Like I don't have a website yet and I'm still working through my branding. And so like I'm doing these things. And I was like that I like, and I know you talk about this a lot on your podcast, but also a lot on your Instagram where you don't have to have all the details figured out to just jump in and do it. Um, and that was kind of how I felt when I started this, it was like, a you and I had joked about it and then you and I had seriously talked about it. (laughs) Um, and things didn't quite pan out. And I have a coworker who has for the last year jokingly been like, I'll pay you to make charcuterie for me. And I'm like, Oh, yeah, just let me know anytime I'll make you charcuterie. But then he came into, he came into my class, like interrupted my class at one point and it was hilarious. And he was like, Oh, Hey, what are you doing this weekend? Do you want to make some money? And he's also the athletic director. And I was like, this feels like a very loaded question. You want me to like a <laughs> soccer game or like, like coach something. And I can't do any of those things. And he was like, um, well, you could make some money. And I said, but, but doing what? And he was like, well, it's mine and my wife's anniversary. And I want to surprise her with a charcuterie board. And so I want to pay you to make one for us. Um, could you deliver it to my house at this time at this place? And I was like, oh, well I could, I'm down for that. And so it was really great, but because he wanted to pay me for something, it just seemed natural to be like, well, I should have prices ready for people because if I do it well, then the hope is that he and his wife spread the word that like, oh my gosh, this was so great. And she did this for us and you could buy one from her too. Well, then I better have some prices ready to go and a plan in place. And so I came up with some foundations for myself and then just went with it. But I was like, I don't have business cards. I don't have a company name. I don't have anything besides a couple of nice pictures of my charcuterie boards that I turn into kind of like shareables. Um, and so it's been like this work in progress. So I think a mailing list maybe is a better way to start than let me tackle building a website for myself when I have no branding ready yet. 
Um, totally. And then that's okay. Right. Like that's an okay place to start is a mailing yeah. list. Even if you're like, I don't have a web, a website, but you can sign up for my newsletter and then I'll get there eventually when there's a website coming. And that, works. yeah. And I think too, cause I use Squarespace and I just saw the other day, they like sent me an email about, I, I think that they've made their like email component more robust now than it was. I haven't looked into it cause I haven't needed to, but yeah. like really like, I think the base price for Squarespace is still only like $16 a month. That's still relatively low. Um, so that could be like, you, you could also literally just have like a one page website, like it can, um, or like even in the interim, like, let's say you have, um, a, like for your link in your, IG bio, let's say, cause I know you do a really good job of posting images and, and all of that stuff there for your advertising. Like it could seriously go to like a zhuzhed up Google doc that just has like, you know what I mean? And then like contact yeah. info, like it can be, yeah, it yeah. doesn't, it doesn't have to be like, uh, super over the top, like, uh, especially right at first. Um, like Right. Right. Like, cause you do a great job already of like, I like how you make it easy for people to understand the difference between the sizes and like how many portions that is. And then also the price, like it's very, very clear. And interestingly, so when I was visiting Kia, who you also know earlier this year, um, she was looking for this for her daughter's graduation party. And so we literally were just searching on Instagram and we were searching like the area where it was going to be held and like grazing boards or something. I don't even remember, but we found somebody that it was literally just her IG and it, and the spreads looked beautiful and Kia DM'd her and was like primed and ready to buy. And the woman had really like great response. Like she just, um, she was like on it basically. And so Kia was like, cool, I'm in, I'm done like full grazing table. And, and it was like, she was sold on the visual of the work that the woman had already done. And then it was like a pleasant DM conversation. And that was it. And she got the, like, essentially the highest cost thing that the woman offered. And it was an easy sale. Yeah. Yeah. Cause somebody already knows what it is that they want. Right. Right. Yeah. So there's that. And then I would say too, like having kind of, um, you know, through, through that, like almost like in, you know, like with 31, how we would have like, uh, you know, those, those people, those clients who were like the raving fans, the regulars, like you need to hit that sales goal. You're like, Hey Susie, let me tell you about the monthly special to you. You know, like they're, they're like, and they're like, Oh yeah, I'll take four. You're like, great. That was excellent. Okay. I one was awesome, but yeah, four. Sure. Why not? Yeah. Perfect. So I think that you like over over time, like as you build your, your clientele and things like that. Um, I think that what you can do is not, obviously, I know it's not like you're going to reach out to them every month and be like, let me put your order in for the month. But you know, like to, to have those people, especially for like the larger events, like seasonal events or anything where you just like, you reach out to them to get them on the calendar so that they don't have to reach out to you because then that is like adds that like level of the high touch service where it's like, you're taking something off their to-do list. So not only are you like taking, setting up a grazing table off of their to-do list, but you're also taking the task of like having to reach out to you and get it all booked in. Like you can just reach out and be like, Hey, I know that last year, you know, at Thanksgiving, you did this. It's a month out. I want to see like, you know, can I put you down this year? Um, and they will probably be really appreciative. And then you can kind of build up that clientele of like people who are just regularly getting on in rotation and you're not always having to get fresh clients. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That totally makes sense. Um, 
I think the other thing that I've been, I'm not sure, like struggling with playing with it's a, it is a really different world. Like you said earlier, building from the ground up, um, even something that I feel like, oh, I'm good at this skill, but it's different being like, but how do I market all of this? How do I reach out with this? And what is it that I want to do? So I find myself trying a lot of different things right now. Um, and then sometimes feeling guilty for like, well, what happens if it doesn't pan out and I never offer that again? Like, does that make Mm. me, um, flaky about things or, you know, like, so the pre-order thing seems to be going well for seasonal, uh, events and friends that I know that have watched me make these kinds of things for years are quick to reach out with like, you know, a client that I had last month reached out for me to help her with her mom's surprise birthday party and do a grazing table for that, which was amazing. But she and I have known each other for a long time. Mm -hmm. And so that wasn't easy. Like she knew me, she knows that I like to do this. She knows that I'm good at it. Um, so those kinds of things I'm less worried about, but you know, I, the, the pre-orders, maybe it goes well for Thanksgiving and Christmas, but it falls flat for Passover or Easter. Um, and I want to try, I'm doing some lunchbox specials this week, which I'm really excited about. Uh, in fact, there's a number of students that I have on my order list, uh, students of mine that are ordering, which is hilarious. They are really sweet. They all wanted to know, they wanted to ask my permission to follow my IG of my business page because they know I don't let students on personal pages, but they were like, oh, we have to follow you so that we can hype you. And I was like, you're precious angel babies. Thank you. So I'm getting a lot of hype from 16 year olds. Um, but several of their moms have then followed me. And that is actually helpful because the moms are the ones, uh, in those instances, throwing the parties and the social events. And so that legit is a good thing. Um, so, you know, there's some cute things like that, that half my orders for lunch boxes this week are for coworkers or for students of mine and that's okay. And so I could see that being something that I do, throughout the year and being okay. Um, but there's other things like I am working on a holiday zoom class for, uh, an old family friend. Um, she manages a team of people in California. And so I'm going to be zooming in with her team and I picked out the charcuterie boards for them already. She bought them and is sending them to them. Uh, and then we'll be doing a class together, but if that's like a, I want to try out a zoom class locally or with people that I trust and know, and then I never offer zoom classes again, does that seem flaky that I tried it and quit? Or does it seem like, I don't know what I'm doing. Um, does it confuse the brand? I guess is what I'm trying to figure out. And then I ended up guilty about it. Like, oh man, if I do this, I have to commit to it forever because otherwise it like somehow cheapens me to change what I'm doing. Oh yeah. 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 Okay. So this is good. And I feel like this is a really common, uh, situation. So I, I do think it's, it's fun to like play and experiment and do different things to really see what you like. Um, because, because yeah, like that is how you will get clarity from doing different things. And you might find that like, doing the lunch boxes is like way too stressful and you hate it. Or you might be like, Oh, actually I love this. This is a ton of fun. Um, and you know, and vice versa, like on like large grazing tables and stuff, like you might be like, this is just like so much work and I hate it. Or it's like, no, I really, I really love it. But like, I truly can only do like two a month. Cause otherwise like I can't have my whole weekend every weekend eaten up by these, you know, like, like, I feel like we kind of learn what we like and don't like by trying it. And then, and then like analyzing our own feedback on, on it. Um, so no, I would say like, you know, there, there, it's totally possible that there would be people down the line who are like, Oh, I wish you, you know, like, do you still have that thing? I want that. And you're like, Oh, I'm sorry. I just don't do that. You know, I don't do that anymore. Um, and you know, they might be, super disappointed or they might be really understanding and be like, Oh, okay. Like whatever. Um, but I would say, you know, in terms of the, like getting regular clients during the other times where it's not for like big, very like seasonal or like holiday specific events. Um, 
So I feel like there could be a few things like one, I think that like also in this day and age, we don't necessarily need business cards. I actually just found a huge stack of business cards of mine in uh, like a travel bag. I was like, oh my God, I literally like, don't, I never hand out a business card anymore. Um, but I would say like one thing you can do, especially for your like larger clientele, like the ones that do like big grazing tables and stuff is to, um, or even like your repeat, like smaller box, uh, customers is to let them know that like, Hey, if you refer someone to me, like I will, like, this is my referral program. Right. So like, I, I love referrals. I appreciate referrals. Um, when you refer someone to me and they purchase, like you get whatever off of your next order from me, like something like that, just as a way to like empower people to send their friends and family to you. Um, I think the other aspect is a couple of things. One, because it is so visual and like, even just thinking of how my story about me and Kia is like leveraging those hashtags for local that people would potentially be looking for. So like, like Saratoga wedding, Saratoga bachelorette, like, you know, any of any of those combos that somebody might be searching, like looking for what you have, right. Um, where they would slide into your DMS primed and ready and be like, Hey, your stuff looks awesome. Like, this is the date that I need. Here's what I need. Like, are you available? Um, and then on the flip side, I would say that you could, um, map out different things. Um, so kind of like how in 31, how we would think about like the year and like what your clientele would be thinking during that season of, of the year that would prompt them. So like, since January is coming up, it's always home organizing, right? Like that's what people's like mindset is like home organizing. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, yes, they could buy a handbag, but like we're, we're selling cubes. Like it's cubes all day, every day, month of January. Right. <laughs> to anyone, I'm going to have to like really explain in the intro or people are going to be like, what are they talking about? What are they talking about cubes? What? I don't think about cubes in January. <laughs> yeah. no, no, they're not going to have an idea. Not going to have an idea. So I'll explain, I'll explain it. So they know but like, market that understands our conversation. Very niche, very niche. Um, so, you know, that is like, that is like the very top of mind, kind of like how in, you know, at least in upstate New York, like August is back to school. So it's like getting the cooler bags and like things like that to be, you know, totes and stuff for back to school. So just because like, I used to live where you live and I know like there can be like, like the summer season, it could be like SPAC box, like, and to anyone listening who does not know, like that's the Saratoga performing arts center and it's beautiful. It's outdoors. Like they do jazz fest, like they, you know, all of that. Um, but also for the track, like, so where it could be, uh, where, you know, people are picking it up, like not you having to go to the track and like make deliveries, but like people could pre-order, they could pick up and then they can take that box to the track or they can take it to jazz fest, you know, like Mm -hmm. things like that. And kind of following, like, they're not holidays per se, but they are events that are seasonal and big and very specific to where you are located. Yeah. Yeah. Travers boxes. Yeah. I mean, and that in particular, so that's part of, I think still what I, I know where I want to get eventually. And the summertime being a teacher during the school year means that I have some freedom and flexibility for a couple of months to really go big on what I actually want to do. And that's great because people are like, oh, you need a, a lake or boat box. You need a track box. You need a stack box. Like, um, there are so many different things that are seasonally appropriate for this area that works so well with my schedule. Yes. Um, And I have goals for, you know, I really, I really want to hit the farmer's market and be able to do the local box and source everything that's in that box from local farmers and local makers, um, because we have an incredible amount of 
everything here, right? Like I can buy crackers locally made. I can buy chocolates locally made fruit that is grown in the area, cheese that is made in the area, meat that is cured in the area, like all of those things. Um, and I really want to showcase what we have to offer here and be able to do like the farm to box box, right? Like, or the yeah. farm to platter option. Um, but it's hard in the interim existing in this, like, I know where I want to get, I know that I can't get there yet. And it's winter time or starting to be, you know? And so I feel sometimes like, how do I work within the confines of what I have? Well, um, but I think that, I think it will be helpful to start in a couple of those places. Like maybe for right now, it is okay to just be like, yep, we're doing Thanksgiving and Christmas boxes and a couple, like how to make your own holiday charcuterie zoom classes. And that's going to be enough for right now. Um, and I have Valentine's day already in the pocket. Like I actually have heart shaped platters for it. Oh, that's so cute. I'm, yeah. I'm really excited for it. I have like a Galentine's option. That's going to be there. And then like a treat yourself option, um, and a sweetheart okay. option. And then like a double date option. Um, so like, right. That's like, that's uh, very that cool. February was an easy one to think of. Um, but yeah, you're right. Like even thinking through things like Passover and making sure I'm offering kosher options for those that are celebrating and observing kosher, um, or Passover. Like that would be really important for people and knowing that they have choices. Like you don't have to have just the normal everyday run of the mill, you know, or like someone that reached out and was like, I specifically want one that is a dessert board. Can you give me something that's all berries and chocolate? And I specifically want chocolate covered strawberries. And I was like, yes, I will do that for you. And so I built a a platter for her around that. Um, and it was great. I found chocolate marshmallows locally made. It was amazing. Um, right. It was great. It was great. But, um, but yeah, I think that is, what I need to like sit down and actually map out what do people expect, want, need during the year that's appropriate for our area. Um, mm. cause I think there's a lot of beautiful accounts out there that I follow a ton on IG that are amazing and gorgeous, but it's not always seasonally appropriate for the Northeast in December to be like, there's sunflowers and strawberries. Like I mean, maybe, but they're not going to taste as great. <laughs> no, no. And that's it's, okay. Oh yeah. It's yeah. totally okay. And I feel like also with the, like the tourism element and everything too, I feel like there are ways that where you could connect with people and companies that are, are like adjacent to those people who come into town to let them know, to say like, Hey, I'm here and this is what I offer. And, you know, if your clients, uh, if this is something that they would be interested in, you know, here's how you can get a hold of me, things like that, where it's like, um, you know, you're sort of leveraging the fact that like, these might be people who, uh, like have an actual business that really caters to like high caliber clientele that comes in for the summer, right? Like those people who we would get at the farmer's market, well, not them so much as their personal chefs would come and shop where it's like, who are those personal chefs? Like they obviously know those people where, you know, yes, the personal chef is making the meal, but like maybe those people would like a boat box or, you know, something else that falls outside of the purview of the contract of like what that personal chef is doing for the family. Um, or, you know, other, like just, uh, people who like rent out beautiful properties, people like some of the like luxury hotels, like just to say, you know, talk to their like manager, their concierge and be like, Hey, I want you to know, like, I'm a local, I live here. This is what I do. Um, and you know, when your guests come into town, like if these are things that they want, or you want to be providing as like an additional service for, um, like your luxury clientele, then let me know. And we'll like, see what I can do. And then same for, um, I know there's always like that wedding expo in well, it used to happen. Like, I think in the summer, I could be wrong about that about the time of year, but like, you know, like who, not that you have to go to the expo, but like, who are those people? Like who, who are those major players 
in the area that are in like deeply embedded, like in the wedding industry, like, and like event planners in general, where you can introduce yourself and say, Hey, you know, again, this is who I am. This is what I do. And if you like, I want to let you know that I'm a resource that's available. If this is what your clients would like for an event. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I think getting in touch with some of those, there used to be a collective Maybe that's not the right word, but there was a group of women that got together, like women entrepreneurs in the area was like savvy Sarah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. The wine bar. Mm -hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and they had like a Vermont chapter as well. Cause you and I drove up to Vermont, um, that one time. So I think maybe things like that as well of just getting in touch with people that are running in those circles. And that is, it feels a little awkward in some ways to just be like, it's been a while since I've been in networking or business circles. Um, I've been out of that realm for a few years and only in education. And so I think sometimes I'm forgetting some of the obvious, like, yes, have people to connect with. And there's a local woman who owns a wine store, um, in Boston spa. Oh yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Um, she and I have chatted about, she was like, oh my gosh, I saw your IG. Like when I have my five year anniversary for the business, I want you to come. I want to partner with you and do like wine and cheese and meat. And like, I want you to cater it for me. And I was like, yes, 100%. Yes. Um, and she's who I source. If clients ask for a wine pairing, she is who I'm using to source. So even things yeah. like that, you know, during track season of being like, Hey, you know, even if I do have some small amount of business cards that I could be like, could you is looking for something and you hear them talking, like they're going to the track or whatever. Hey, you could take a charcuterie box with you. If you wanted, I can pair it with a wine for you, you know, that kind of stuff. Um, Mm -hmm. I think I forget about those, like those easier connections of like people that know the people that are going to want these things. Yeah. I feel like that one is, that one is really, really perfect. And in that case, I would say like, instead of business cards, do like the business postcard with like actual images of some of the, oh, yeah, you know, like, um, yeah. and then, and then, yeah, like then like your logo logo that you already like created in your font, which again, is totally fine in terms of like visual assets. Like that really is fine. Like people can just start and be like, this is what I've chosen for myself. Like, these are my colors. These are my fonts, like done and done. I can at any point in time later (laughs) on if I want to. Yes. Yeah, that's true. That's true. And I feel like there are some people that appreciate that physical kind of thing, but I think on the flip side, a newsletter or ways to just like stay in touch. And like you said, you know, Hey, this month coming up, I'm going to have these orders open from this time to this time. You kind of get first dibs as before I announce it on social media or I push it out to everybody else. You kind of get the, the first dibs on things as people subscribing to my news and information. And it doesn't have to be overwhelming. Exactly. Exactly. And I think, um, another one that just came to mind that is seasonal is also like, um, the like mother's day, father's day and graduation parties that yes. those like could also, but yeah. And then I would just, yeah, like, um, yeah, definitely like collaborations are super, super huge. Um, and even I feel like, um, I must said cultivate that's a coffee shop in my town now. Um, nomad. That's what I was trying to think of. Um, because I feel like a lot of your clientele and nomad, which is like for anyone who does not very specifically live in the Boston spa area of upstate New York is like an (laughs) artisanal coffee roaster. And they have like cocktails and stuff like that, but like places like that, like there might be some opportunity there where like you are both serving a lot of the same clientele. And so there might be options. Like I always try to think of it. And this goes for like online as well. Like is if there are two people that serve the same audience, but, or clientele, but doing different things, it's really good to 
partner up because then you both like you leverage each other for more visibility. So yeah, yeah, yeah. everybody wins. Everybody, everybody wins. <laughs> Literally, every the clients get better things and more of it, and businesses get more clients, and literally everybody wins. Yeah. So I feel like those, and and then really from there, like yeah, it's just like the nurturing. It just the you know, um, like reaching out, um, having those. Like you might even find that you get you start to get people who like that becomes their weekly or their monthly date night. Like they are just on your calendar and you're like, okay, that's like recurring revenue that I just count on because they always, you know, I I'm always doing this for them, Mm -hmm. um, or book clubs, right? Like I'm always like once a month book club, I'm always the one providing the snacks. And I feel like you're in such a good area too, because like, there is, you know, all the way to Albany and all the way up to Lake George, like it is just filled with people who have money and like are totally cool spending it. And especially when it comes to food, it's a food place. So yeah, it's definitely a place full of people who really enjoy good food, um, good quality things. And I think aesthetic is something that plays into it a lot here in this area in particular, people could buy any of these things anywhere, but they want someone to make it look nice and they are willing to pay for something that is pretty to look at and delicious to eat, you know, and that is something that I definitely enjoy most, I think about, like, I love giving people pretty things to eat and then letting them not have to worry about the rest so that they can just enjoy each other. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like that all can come like really like some of the other like deeper branding, like not just like visual branding elements, but like larger, like what the, the words would be like on your, you know, website, like in terms of like the tagline or the motto or the, you know, I feel like that a lot of that stuff can come later because it's very self-explanatory what you do. It's very clear. It's like, you want a cheese board? I have a cheese board. You're not having to like deeply explain what the heck it is that you do. So yeah. yeah. (laughs) And if you don't want cheese on your cheese board, then let me know because like even dietary things, like even the lunch boxes I'm doing this week, I have one that's going to be nut free. One is a vegetarian. So I'm making her more of like a crudite and cheese board box. Uh, and one is doing low carb keto. Um, so like no fruit or anything, just veggies and meat and cheese. So I think it's that people don't often think like, oh, it's customizable to an extent too, Mm -hmm. you know, or, or you want dessert or you want breakfast or whatever, like those creative outlets exist. Um, but the baseline is like, would you like a box or plate of snacks? Mm-hmm. I have that for you. <laughs> I can provide you with snacks. I can provide you with so many snacks, light snacks, heavy snacks, <laughs> all the snacks, snacks. Meal, so many snacks. <laughs> so, so many snacks. snacks. Yes. Yeah. Definitely. I, yeah. I I love it. And I feel like, uh, yeah, like you will just like the, the visual imagery that you like been doing, keep it up. And then like, you know, like word will also travel, um, as well. And then, yeah. And then just like prepping for those, those seasonal things and like letting people know far enough in advance. And then, and then just like regularly checking in with like, you know, even if it's just every, at the end of every season being like, you know, what worked, what didn't, what do I want to do more of? What are, is there anything I want to get rid of or tweak? Um, and just kind of like doing like an audit or like an assessment and, you know, and even with like everything from like pricing to time to, you know, because as you start, like right now you can customize a lot more, but there may become a point where you're like doing three events in a day, you know, or like or something like right. that, where you're like, yes, I'm not, I'm not like, if somebody needs nut free, I'm not going to be an asshole and put like nuts in, but right, like in your platter, but <laughs> exactly. But where like the it's, it becomes less of like, 
let's co-create the thing for you. And more like, I have these strict guidelines around things. And then you get to pick from within those guidelines because this is like, this is what works best for me to provide you with the good experience. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's a good, like, I I've started to notice that. And so I've started putting that even, you know, that you had mentioned earlier too, it's really clear. Like you're going to get two meats. I'm going to pick the meats. And if there's something you really love, I will try to accommodate that. But like you get two, two kinds of meats and like right. three kinds of cheeses. And if there's something you love, I might try to accommodate that, but it's within the boundaries kind of that I'm, that I am setting, unless it is something you know, like a nut allergy or a gluten allergy, like, okay, well, I won't put crackers on your board. If you're allergic, I don't want to, I don't want anyone dying. Right. Right. Exactly. Um, well, cool. This was super fun. I know we went over a little song. Good. No, it's fine. It's fine. It's nothing I have to lead that I'm going to, I just have to be there. I just have to be present. Um, so yeah, (laughs) nobody's like waiting Awkwardly for me to show up. Is she? (laughs) Yeah, no, it's all good. Sorry, I got stuck talking about snacks again. I went down a snack rabbit hole. Um, (laughs) The best kind of rabbit hole. Best kind Uh, of rabbit hole, honestly. Yes, exactly. Um, Well, this was super fun. Uh, I hope it was helpful. Yeah. For sure. There's several things that you've mentioned that seem so obvious once you said them, but I was like, oh, duh. Yeah. I should be using that resource. So, um, so yeah, I am excited to use some of that to help leverage good business and continue on with hashtag cheese board influencing. <laughs> yes. And then eventually hash, hashtag cheese board mogul. <laughs> Oh, yes. Cheeseboard mogul is next goals. That's next level goals for sure. But, but yeah, I think we're getting there. Yeah. Living the cheeseboard influencer life. Exactly. And yeah, like you already, you have so much of the like, okay. So like, just as an aside, I, cause I feel like you and I both did this really well inside of 31 and Kia did as well. For anyone who's like, Listen, Kia is Kia Young of Kia No Social. I love her. I've talked about her before. She's amazing. If you don't follow her, you should. Um, But like having our own approach to both like our values and our brand and our like customer experience is totally why you and I lived like a mile from each other and each had successful businesses because like we had the same product, the same price point, the same monthly specials, the same visual like assets. We had all of that, but like we were able to have people who weren't just raving fans of the brand, but they were raving fans of us because we took really good care of them and we paid attention and we would be proactive and we would be like, I view it as like of high service, right? Like, so thinking about even my thing about the, like, you know, the like diehard customers where you're like, do you want a monthly special? It's like, it's not just like a, oh, yay, they're my like cash cow or whatever. Like it's, it's really of the, the thing of like, we, we knew certain clients so well that we knew they would want to know and take advantage. So it wasn't like, uh, oh, great. I just know you'll buy and you'll like help my business. It was like, yeah. if they missed out and then they knew they missed out, they would have been bummed and been like, Amber, why didn't you tell me like about the monthly right. special? Like, of course I would want that monthly special, you know, right. but yeah. But it's like that relational end of things, knowing the people that you are providing a service to, and then making sure that they know, you know, them. you know, like it's not just, oh, I'm counting on you to like order up, you know, like I have, even for Thanksgiving, I have repeat customers already Two repeat customers already on Thanksgiving boards in two months. And it isn't that like, oh, well, they're just my friends and they're being kind, but it's like it's knowing what they want. It's knowing how to make sure that like I'm taking care of you and you know that I'm going to take care of you. Um, right. and that I don't see you as dollar signs. Like it's not the cartoon, you know, right. like, 
when they walk in the room or message me. Um, but like, how can I serve you well? Uh, and then they know that, that that's my mindset. So people yeah. like to go see where they feel taken care of and where they yeah. feel seen. Exactly. And I feel like that is such, um, like people who take the time to do those things, like tend to have stronger, more long lasting businesses. I find than people who don't, because a lot of people are just, they're like, well, I don't want to, I don't want to like be a bother. I don't like, but like, no, it's like, it's like, it is, it's really good. It's a really good client experience. Like it's, it's really like, yeah, it's taking the time to like back to the cubes in January. Like it's taking the time to be like, send me photos of the rooms. Tell me it's like, you're basically consulting and then finding like a solution for that specific person where you're like, great, I'm going to do this. And then, you know, let me like do the math in a way that I can stack it so that you get the most value of the monthly specials. And like, oh, look at that. You're over $200. So you qualify as a party. And like, it's all of that where it's like, yeah, they might end up spending like three, $400 with you, but they're not going to be like, oh my gosh, like I feel so ripped off because, you know, she, she somehow swindled me into spending $400. Like they're going to be like, no, this was awesome. And and now it's like done. Like now, now they're going to come in and she's going to, you know, deliver them to me or they're going to appear. And then if I know if I have any questions or any issues, I can just reach back out to Amber and she'll make sure it's taken care of. Like that, like personal touch, it goes like, that is what creates the raving fans that will then have people be like, you just go hire Amber, like have her, have her do this for you. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And that it, you know, it's that starting with the conversation of like, oh, okay, well you're looking for this. What are you looking for it for? You just looking for this because it looks good. And like, you want that, or it's going to help you, you know, what's, what is the context that we're building this around, especially for large things, grazing tables in particular, like, tell me a little about the event that you're hosting, the people that are coming Oh, it's for a birthday party. Oh, what's that person's favorite food? I'll try to incorporate like their favorite, like uh, the one last month, like her favorite cheese was on the grazing table. That's a really small thing to do, but she walked in and I'm not even kidding. The literal first thing that she said after she got through the surprise part, she walked in, she's like, oh my gosh, this is so beautiful. Oh, look, you have this cheat. Like she named it and she was so excited about it. And that was one of the smallest things. Like it was just this little round bit of cheese and she was so happy, but it was that listening to the conversation of her daughter being like, oh yeah, this is my mom's favorite cheese. If that could be on the board, like, yes, I'm pretty sure I can accommodate that one specific cheese for you yeah. Absolutely, on this huge grazing table that we're doing. Yeah, um, yeah, exactly. Exactly. And I feel like, yeah, that's like those like surprise and delight things that are like, even just, okay. Thinking about kids, right? Like if you did a kid's birthday party, like you right. would ask different questions. Like you would 100%. have different things. Like you might put like the more bougie snacks up higher on the table for the grownups. And then like, <laughs> you know, the cheaper candy and like whatever down below, right. like, you know, right. <laughs> um, Jack cheese cubes is down <laughs> below. And like the, herbed wrapped goat cheese is somewhere where the children probably don't want it. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. But, and I, but I feel like, yeah, like those, those like little things, they go such a long, long way into making that like memorable impression with people, which is something that like you are inherently good at and you like doing. So I feel like just naturally infusing that into everything is so much more like leads to so much more business than like, do I have a very formal website with very formal branding? Like, you know, if you were trying to like, I don't know, be like that cheese plate or something and get like brand partnerships, then it would be different, but like, that's not, you know, right. Right. And she just posted something yesterday that like, she's always wanted it to be a source of inspiration and education and not necessarily that she's selling her platters. Um, it is very much like the how to the education 
Um, and it has been like that from the beginning, right? She used to have those, like how to build a board, uh, cute sequences and like pictures and, and the step-by-step of how to do everything. Um, and so I, that is like a different, a different kind of clientele that you're after at that point, education versus product is so different, so different. Completely, completely. Well, this was cool. This was awesome. I'm glad that you, I'm glad that you booked in. This was really fun. Now I really want cheese. No, I know you're just going to have to come out to New York at some point and we'll eat a lot of light snacks together and I'll have Jess give us all of the wine pairings that we would need for it. And we'll just, you know, delight ourselves on delicious food and chat business and you can, it it will be awesome. And if anyone listening is anywhere near the capital region of New York, be sure to follow Amber and check her out and visit Boston spa. It's a lovely place. Treat yourself to some wine at Sage run by our good friend, Jess. Um, yeah, it's, it's a lovely, it's a lovely community. Go for, go to see, go to see a show in the summer at SPAC and get a, get a cheese box and cheese box. live your best life. Have exactly. some light snacks. <laughs> have some light snacks. Some light snacks. Enjoy the Adirondacks. It's a whole thing. It's a whole, it's a whole thing. It's beautiful. Cool. Well, you have an amazing rest of your day. Um, you know, message me if you need any more help. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you so much. You're welcome. All right. Bye. Bye. Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode of the Sell It Sister Podcast. If you loved it and you want more, be sure to subscribe so that you never miss an episode. And then head on over to sellitsisterhood.com to join my free Facebook community group. And as your mama said, sharing is caring. So if you got a lot of value out of this episode, be sure to share it with your biz besties too, okay? Now get out there and sell it, sister.